Hey guys, welcome to the Get Life Podcast. It's me, Bish. Well, hey, and we are here with Nathan. Hey guys, thank you for having me again, Bish. It's all right, Nathan. I think you've been here on the podcast like seven times, maybe. Am I like a VIP now? I've got like the world record of... You've beaten Chin. Oh, sorry, Chin. Can I get a medal? Uh, you know what? We are going to be sending you something special. Oh, I need to give you my address, actually. I have put the doing that off. I've moved, so... <laughs> oh, well, I was going to send it to the Koei office, but it's fine. It's all right. I'm not going to send it to your address. It's for oh. all of Koei. It's not just for you. Stop being selfish. Oh, darn it. <laughs> okay. No, but anyway, we've tried to do this recording for like how many times? I think we started this recording in October and we're finally getting around to it. Yeah, we had some we had some delays. I think last week we did it as well, didn't we? But we had some tech issues because we have a lot of tech issues, sadly. We do, isn't it? It's because of you, Nathan. I'm blaming did you we? on it. Hold on. It was your laptop that died. I mean, yeah, it did. my laptop no. wasn't far behind. <laughs> True. But back onto topic. We're here today to talk about Fairy Tale, the new RPG that is, by the time this recording comes out, it's already out. You've probably played it for about a week or two, guys. But before we get onto that, I want to thank our sponsors, Crunchyroll, Japan Crate, Loot Anime, and JList. Just so you guys know, because the game focuses on, I think, Grand Magic Games arc, right? From starts at the Tenryu Island through the Tartarus arc around that part it's basically after the time skip because i've been watching fairy tale nathan but just so you people have. know when you're watching it on crunchyroll it starts from i think oh i'm trying to remember you know the bit where they go through the gates and stuff yeah uh i'm trying to think what episode number it is but it, it starts closer to the more recent art style that they chose that's exactly it so it's basically closer to the the game story if you're going to be watching it from crunchyroll if you want to watch it from the beginning you're either going to need to buy uh dvds blu-rays from manga uk big shout out to you guys i know they don't sponsor us or you can go and check it out on funimation that's what i've been doing i've been watching it on funny and i've been catching up slowly nathan but you know why because when you were saying oh watch fairy tale i was hating it at first because i was like i don't know anything about fairy tale when i'm playing the game i just feel like i need to watch fairy tale that makes sense you do i mean i think the game captures it so well and i think if you haven't watched fairy tale it will probably encourage you to want to watch it exactly that's what made me think i was like oh my god i love these characters i'm a big fan of it i like the fact that lucy can summon all of these like what do you call them zodiac signs and stuff and i wanted to know more about that so i started from the beginning i'm hooked how, how far in are you can i ask is this is this you're allowed to say how far in you got i'm still on first season okay and it's really early on nathan i'm trying to remember what bit it <laughs> it's when they first meet urza oh cool okay you've got some great episodes coming up i feel like it's weird because going back to them episodes like the series feels so light not in a bad way, just like, you know, the plot points are so kind of uh, not developed yet as such. Like when you get to like end game of like the game we've got and kind of further on down the line, like stuff gets so deep and entwined that you'd never really realize what's going on in the background all the time. To be honest with you, you know, a game is good when it encourages you to, to watch the anime. That's all I'm going to exactly. say. Because it was like that with other Koei games. Oh, look, I'm not going to say this because it's a Koei game, but for me, I didn't even watch Attack on Titan. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh. I'm just going to play the game. And I felt that it was enough, personally. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you've got through like all these animes via our games. I think it's really good that these games can open up for people that maybe haven't watched different animes. It's like a new way of experiencing, you know, similar content in a way. Exactly. And I think it's great in that sense because with games, it's a, it's a very interactive medium. You actually get to play as these characters for the most part. Not all the characters are playable, but the main ones are. It's just nice to see, especially, you know, using those special moves. And like I said, Lucy summoning all of those. Celestial spirit. That's it. Celestial spirit. <laughs> summoning all of that. It's great. And I like to see that. And it's like, oh my God, I've met this character yet. In the game so far, when I see certain characters are like i haven't met gajil yet so i don't know what he's like haven't you met gajil yet 
I've met Gajil in the game. I haven't met him in the anime. So ah, it's like yeah, I see his personality later. in the game and mm. I speak to Georgina about it because she's like the fairy tale expert. So I'm like, <laughs> Georgina, tell me what's about Gajil. And then she'll give me this whole list about Gajil. And he was like, oh, he was evil. He was this, he was that. And then I was like, oh my God, there's so much to unpack. And the game hints on that a little bit. It yeah. doesn't outright tell you any of this information, but the more that you play, the more character stories that you experience, the side quests as well. Nathan, I just want to say something to you before we continue. Basically, I haven't gotten far in the game. Okay, how far in are you? It's basically when Wendy fights Sherry's cousin in the Grand Magic Arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I've gotten to. And it's, I think it's like chapter three in the game. Okay, yeah. I don't know how many chapters there are, but I'm going through it slowly because I'm unlocking all of these new quests, side quests, and I'm yeah. just doing them all. See, I did that. When I, when I played the game, like the request board, I just wanted to have it completed. Like, I just love, I love completing things. I don't want to just rush the story. I want to do everything. Usually in JRPGs that are similar to this, it feels a bit boring to go and do quests. And you're like, what's the reason behind it? But because of the fact that you're trying to rank up your guild, it just feels more meaningful. Like my guild is currently, I think out of 100, it's like 30. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah, you've, you've really you've really hit the heart. <laughs> I've, I've been doing all these missions again and again and again and again. And the best thing about them is that even in these side missions, they might be a bit like gratuitous at sometimes when it's like defeat 10 of these birds or whatever. You get some sort of story behind it. And all the stories are very fairy tale. Like they, they really feel like they're part of the universe. Some are from like, you know, kind of taken from the series. Some are its own thing. They just really feel like fairy tale. It feels like the kind of the ultimate fairy tale package almost with everything kind of added in on the side one thing that i also enjoy is how emotional this game is in terms of story like i said when i started the game i hadn't watched any of the anime and the scene that actually got me to watching the anime is the scene in which it's very early on in the game so it's not necessarily spoilers but it's when you go to lucy's house and the landlady is not letting you in because you haven't paid seven years of rent and then you find out that her dad is dead and then she's just so upset and i know she didn't have much of a connection with her dad but the fact that he paid seven years worth of rent for her that hit a lot of people hard and like some of it was quite surprising because like this is even people that haven't watched fairy tale yet obviously you know i've seen fairy tale and it hit me and i knew i knew it was coming but like a lot of other people just you know just didn't expect it i think and it hit them a lot harder than they thought it would no dude it hit me so hard that i i wanted to watch fairy tale i started crying and i was like oh my god this anime game is making me cry like there's a lot of good points in this game and that is a highlight for me and the fact that you can actually do other stuff at, at you know uh, lucy's house there's a lot of jokes that are from the anime as well which yeah i didn't necessarily expect until watching the anime i was like oh okay the fact that natsu and happy are always there and like there's these little cutscenes, you know natsu sleeping on the bed or he's in the bathtub but it's like stupid things like that it's them little touches like even having like gray because in the series gray's known for like always stripping his clothes off uh, yeah obviously two underwear it's not like a you know bad anime like that but um so he strips his clothes off and in battle sometimes if you go a certain amount around gray will like be cut to gray and he'll have his shirt off I did not know this, Nathan. It's yeah, it's silly things like that. It's that they just really make it feel fairy tale, like just a small touches. Nathan, you did not mention that before. I did not <laughs> know this. I'm giving you all new, uh, all new information. Yeah, I, was, I forgot what. I think it might have been quite early on at, on the training section. I've seen certain story elements where you know Gray is taking off his shirt and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's just because that's his personality. He likes to be naked. That's just how he is. <laughs> that is true. It's very great. The game has a lot of references to the anime. It feels very fairy tale. I don't feel like it's a cheap game or anything like that. If you are a fan of fairy tale, you're going to enjoy this game a lot. It's a perfect companion to the anime. But at the same time, it's also a perfect introduction to those who are new, like myself. Well, that's what the 
Mr. Uh, Kuchisan, he, he did mention in a previous interview that um, when it came to this game, he kind of really wants people to be able to enjoy the game, but also kind of enjoy the anime to kind of enjoy them side by side so they can really experience complete universal. So it's really nice that they've kind of worked so hard to be able to do that so people can really want to go watch the anime or maybe they watch the anime and think I really want a game of this. And this is like the first Western home console release. So it's like really exciting that now there's kind of all this companionship between the different mediums that you can enjoy. To be honest, I'm impressed with it. I am genuinely impressed with it. I just want to talk a little bit about um, the characters that are in the game because obviously I haven't seen all of them so far. Can you go quickly run through the characters that you can remember that are playable in this game? I can. Do we try to do all 16? Would that be impressive? Yeah. <laughs> so if you can, Nathan. <laughs> you're challenging me. So we have we have 16 playable characters. Uh, you unlock them throughout the story. And these include Natsu, Lucy, Grey, Urza, Wendy, Vigil, Juvia, Rogue, Kagura, Sheria, Sting, Ichia, Loxus, Mira Jane, Jalal, and Gildart. I think that's all of them. <laughs> There's also people that are not in the guild, correct, in saying that. Yeah, so some of the characters, for example, uh, Ichia and Sting and Sheria, they come from other guilds and you'll meet them in the Grand Magic game um, for the first time. And these these people you'll have to team up with for various reasons in the story, which you'll find out when you play the game. And when you've teamed up with them, there'll be events where you can recruit them into your team. And then uh, you can make a five-person battle party with all fairy tale members, a mix of different guilds or a non-fairy tale team. I think the most recent character that I've unlocked is Gajil. But he okay. scares me a little bit. He scares you? He scares me a little bit. There's something about him, the way that he laugh oh the the gee the gee that's it i was like he's trying to be so kawaii like i love it but at the same time it's like he has like a massive drill like for a hand like i don't know what the hell that is that spike it's his, thing that it's he his has. iron magic he's a it's scary it's it, cool it, when you okay it's cool but it's scary like there's something about it he scares me imagine how useful it would be you could like unscrew like i don't know like screws in the wall with one of them hands that'd be awesome mount a tv to the wall that, yeah that's you cool. know just <laughs> just thinking practically you know what great magic to have <laughs> to be honest with you nathan i think the most useful magic is uh lucy's celestial wizard stuff i love the animations for lucy's stuff like uh lucy's spirits so cool that's <laughs> so aquarius is my favorite uh so i don't know if you've got aquarius yet i've got aquarius you meet aquarius in the first episode of the anime right and yeah. That animation that she does is the same thing. Drowning yeah. Lucy. <laughs> so like Sundere, I love it. I love Aquarius. It's one of them characters where I met her first and was like, oh, she's a bit weird, she's a bit grumpy, but you grow you grow to love her throughout the series. Definitely, definitely. I didn't know this, but Aquarius is dating well, was dating Scorpio. Did <laughs> yep. not know that. I forgot but about that. That is early plot of the fairy tale yeah. anime. I told you, Georgina's just giving me all this information. So shout out to Georgina. She's giving me all that info. Oh, good Georgina. She hasn't played the game yet. Hasn't she? I think she'll really like it, you know. She will. I'm waiting for the embargo. To oh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you follow our embargoes. I like it. You know what? Even if I'm getting the game, no one is allowed to see it. That's how we work. That's how embargoes work, eh? <laughs> I take it on another le a level, Nathan. I even hide my PlayStation Network to, to be offline. Oh, I do the same. I do the same. It's, it's safe that way, isn't it? It is, because I don't want people asking me questions. Oh, how's the game? I'm like, I can't say. I'm sorry. I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> Although I do want to be like, yes, buy this game. Just pre-order it. It's been great. Like, honestly, like, you, you know how much of a fairy tale like, fan weeb I am. And, like, finally being able to play a game. And I, I've known about it for quite a while while working at Koei. So this has been, like, an absolute dream to just be able to, like, play it last. I just I couldn't wait to play it at home. And now I've played it fully at home now. I've played the whole game. How long does the game take to complete if you're not doing all the side missions? Like, just the base story. Just so I know. 
So the story takes around 20 to 30 hours to complete. Wow. Uh, depending on, you know, obviously there's depending on how much you do, but roughly the story should take about 20 to 30 hours, somewhere between that for the average player. So how many chapters does that cover? Not chapters of manga, though, just... Uh, <laughs> there's nine chapters and an epilogue, so 10 chapters total. Wow. Okay. So I am nowhere near half. You're not near half yet, though, so... Okay. <laughs> You, okay, so you mentioned post-game content. What is that? So you'll be able to take on S-Class missions, uh, S-Rank oh, class missions. Oh, okay. Um, and you'll have to take the S-Class exam before you can go on to them quests. So that'll be something you'll unlock post-game. And you'll also have all the character development. Uh, you've probably met the kind of character bond events where you can develop the bonds with the characters. I have, yes. Uh, so when you level these up, you'll get to unlock some new characters post-game within the 16. So some of them come up post-game. And yeah, you'll be able to kind of just keep questing. There'll be new quests uh, and eventually you'll be able to re-level your characters down to level one and then re-get them back up to 100 to unlock new powerful abilities and better stats. Okay, I didn't know that. So all fun stuff. <laughs> just to confirm, there is no new game plus because I know a lot of JRPGs tend to have that, but this game doesn't have that, right? No new game plus. But there is post-game content. So that I'm looking forward to that. The fact that I'm nowhere near finishing, it's going to take me like half a year to finish this game, Nathan. The, the chapters do get longer, I should say, as well. So you've, you've obviously got a few, few areas at the moment you're on chapter three and things kind of progress quite quickly with the grand magic games due to kind of the i guess the, the gameplay element of the the tournament itself hmm. um, as you get to some of the other plot points afterwards it will start taking a bit longer to progress through the chapters because i've noticed already when going in the overworld in the game right there's certain things that you can break certain you know yeah. like barriers and stuff like that and i really want to get to them there's this one that it's a clock tower i'm not sure if you know right before yeah. you go to the the grand magic games arc and it's like eighty thousand damage and the most i can get is like thirty thousand. so i don't know how i'm going to get to eighty thousand. make sure you keep leveling up your uh, your character ranks and uh, your kind of your abilities because then you'll be able to get new magic chains uh so when you come together on a unison raid you'll use your magic chains and uh doing this all of your characters can keep attacking one after the other to do a big combo and eventually by leveling that up you'll be able to get to like 80 100 000 and just keep progressing upwards okay so that's my goal i'm gonna do that just because <laughs> i i just want to see what's behind that clock tower like it's just there's certain things like that in the game like it teases you a little bit and you're like i need to level up i need to get <laughs> yeah. these character ranks up so i can unlock that area because some of them you can kind of peek around and you can tell that okay it's a chest but then it's like why is the game stopping me to get to this chest there must be something great in this chest it makes you excited doesn't it you want to keep progressing i know right this is the thing like i haven't played a jrpg that actually makes me excited to do side mission except for fairy tale it's done it's done a really good job at it it's done a crazy good job at it like I mean, i'm the same as you you do, you do the few side quests and you're kind of like i, I want to move on now i think the choice of taking the game to the Temru Island arc, which, you know, for some people might be a bit confusing. If they haven't watched the anime, they might wonder why it's so far in. But the Temru Island arc, when the characters go missing for seven years and they get weaker and the guild goes crashing down to the lowest rank in the region, it's such a good place to bring the game in because it's got such like good game development for you to keep leveling up with your requests. Yeah. It just makes you want to let, watch that number go up a few more times. At the beginning, it goes up quite quickly. Like, yes, mm. I'm, I'm reaching level 70, I'm reaching level 50. Because obviously before the Grand Magic games, you need to get to, I think, level 50 before you can even progress. Yeah. But I was already like at level 30 by that time because I'm just doing missions. All Powering through it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I love doing the missions so much. And there's still repeat requests. So sometimes you can just keep doing the repeat requests to keep getting your you know guild rank going. That's another thing. Like when I see it completed, I don't want to touch it. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not touching these quests. Just leave them be. I'm just going to continue and see if I get more B rank because I'm currently, I think I'm like level B. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, a yeah. guild rank. So I'm just doing as many as you I can. You must have upgraded your guild right quite a bit to get to the B I rank. I did. Quest. I nice. did. Because that's another thing that's I think is so cool. Because you can keep upgrading your guild. Just keep keep it going.
the the one thing that I've noticed is that throughout the game you also get new features and there's certain ones that I haven't experienced yet and I noticed that the game locks you out depending on which chapter you're in for example like I wasn't able to upgrade the shop until I reached chapter 3 or chapter yeah. 4 example so it's nice that they do that so you don't feel overpowered because I don't like feeling overpowered in RPGs I like to have that sort of challenge if that makes sense yeah it's funny because there were times where I thought to myself I'm going to be so over leveled I've done all the quests I went into the mission you know the first part of the chapter might feel a bit easy then suddenly you really realize that actually you're at the right level you've been doing the right thing the whole time so it's or that nice. you're extremely under leveled because at the beginning <laughs> of the game i was like yes okay these level one guys they're so done oh you know i'm level 15 it's easy and then i can't even remember where it was there was like a little river and then there's these ogres or something yeah they were like the level place. 50 and i'm like shit i'm getting my ass handed to me but even though i was a level i think level 20 i still beat them yeah it just takes a lot longer and if you can if you have a good team that you can use the magic you know strategically because there's a lot of strategic element i think you might not notice at first glance with the battle system but if you can really combo different attacks together or use the unison raids or magic chains like it really comes together to keep that going without you dying it's really fun to kind of work out how to defeat enemies that way yeah that's what i like about it the, the fact that you have that level of strategy and i only noticed this when using certain celestial spirits like uh, capricorn mm, yeah right because I don't know if anyone knows this, but obviously I'm born on Christmas, so my star sign is a Capricorn. So you know what? I'm not even into star signs, but I was like, okay, cool. We're going to use Capricorn. But it's, it's very interesting because when you use certain celestial spirits, you have the ability to knock back characters on the on the playable field, right? So yeah, and that make it easier for you to line up attacks and things like that. Because it's kind of like a little puzzle trying to figure out where, where the best attacks would be, what the best attacks would be, and where would be the best places to attack, which I found very, very interesting. And even then, figuring out what combination of characters to choose is a whole nother thing right because sometimes you know i don't want juvia and gray to be together because i feel like they're very similar uh, what? That's really cool together. no i don't i don't keep them together I, my main battle team is uh wendy always have to have wendy just because buffs and debuffs and healing yeah. and stuff like that and then i'll have natsu yes always Natsu. and gray Okay. And Lucy. I haven't unlocked the fifth person yet, so yeah. I might add Juvia or I might add Gajil. Gajil scares me though, but I Gajil is very <laughs> useful. I'm not gonna lie to you, he is very useful. I never actually really used him in the game. I think I used him for the, the tournament areas where I had to. I think I kept to the main team. I think I kinda of kept to Urza, Wendy, Gray, oh, Urza is another great one. I Urza is Urza. just so I love her um equip magic attacks where you can get like the heavens ward that comes down with all the different swords attacking. See, that's another thing I want to talk about, Nathan. The attacks in this game. Because the game focuses, and this is unlike any RPG that I've seen, it heavily focuses on your magic, right? Because yeah. they are magicians. Usually, a lot of JRPGs don't encourage you to use as much magic, and there's a heavy MP bonus and stuff like that. Like, it, they take MP away a lot. But in this game, it encourages you frequently to use your magic attacks. There isn't that many non-magic attacks comparison to magic. So it's quite fun. And even looking at the characters and comparing them to the animations in the anime, it's pretty faithful. I think the first time I was really impressed was when I saw Ice Make Hammer. Yeah. It's so cool Ice to Make see Hammer. It, it? <laughs> you got it. You got it down. <laughs> I thought you were grey for a second. I I, I was maybe really I am. Maybe you are. Maybe I did the voices. I don't know. You but probably did. No, I didn't. I didn't, Nathan. The voices in the game were done by the original Japanese cast, which is very impressive, actually. Yeah, the whole, the whole cast are back. It's really nice because I've watched the whole series in Japanese. So to me, this is obviously like the way I've experienced it. It's, it's really nice just having that faithful cast back for the, uh, the game. There's a lot of anime games out there. I'm not going to name names, but there's a lot of them that they have RPGs, but it's not fully voiced. This game, for the most part, is 
fully voiced for the story element and even for yeah. side missions as well which is fantastic i did not expect that it's very nice to see and also they they animate certain things that i didn't think would have been animated like one thing comes to mind is when happy is on the island with mm. erza and he does the uh broken heart <laughs> yes. in the sand I love and that just the way that the game portrays it like it's just happy like staring at us and then they're staring back and the, the way the game cuts in terms of camera angles is just phenomenal it's really good it feels very manga style yeah and it, cuts. it adds to the whole over the topness of fairy tale and i think it's it's a perfect match and the way she just kicked him i was like yes Urza, <laughs> i'm happy i'm glad that you you kicked him because there, there's times like i i said on twitter that i'm a big fan of happy but as i'm playing the game i hate him a little bit more and more and more and then there's times that i love him but you know what i mean like he's so cute but at the same time he's he can be a bit annoying and when he did that to us i was like you know what happy you deserve that kick we were showing that section off in the i think it was paris games week demo of the build the bit because he starts off like mite mite as and like, all i heard on repeat most of that day was mite mite as and that's all i can remember now happy saying that every time i think of happy that's just the only line i can remember in my whole head from the whole series Bless and it him. just repeats as you sleep you, you hear that as well no that was sleeping in i was sleeping in paris you know for paris games they can all like they was happy saying that over and over again <laughs> bless him i love happy he's adorable he is adorable he's just i find him he's a bit annoying who is your favorite character that leads on to a great discussion there who would you Ooh. say is your favorite character in fairy tale not in terms of playable characters just in mm. general i would probably go with the more basic level which you know i'm gonna go with the entry one it's natsu i love natsu no i know a lot of people won't and there's, there's two i love natsu and i really like kind of as a kagura you know i think they're both really cool as well i just really like natsu i think it's his powers that i like the most more than the character okay because I, I don't know just, it's really cool you know as a kid you always have these ideas of you know wanting to be a hero all the fire attacks are just really cool and he's like he's a really stand-up kind of person that's just you know trying to look for his father but at the same time wants to support his family which is chosen well, what i like about him the most and you see this more in the anime not as much in the game but within the anime you see how noble he is yeah right so if he hasn't completed a quest even though technically that it is completed he won't take the money for it and you see that earlier on when they complete that quest about the book right yeah and he, he refuses to take the two million jewels hmm. and that was like wow i like that Natsu, you're, you're I mean, a stand-up I, I guess for him, he doesn't have to because he can just crush at Lucy's. He doesn't have to pay rent. It's fine. That is true, but Lucy does have to pay rent and it's quite <laughs> Lucy, a lot. Lucy I think does. her rent's like 70,000 jewels. I mean, she's got a really nice house for like a major kind of town city in the in the Fiora region. I imagine that must cost a fair amount to rent in that place. Well, you know, it's weird because she said 70,000 and she said it was a decent price, which shocked me. I was like, wow, she's getting she's paying <laughs> 70,000. She's getting quite a decent yeah, flat. I, you know, it's not that many rooms. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's pretty decent. She has a kitchen. She has a bathroom. She I'm has to a, put it on a library and get it evaluated. Find out how much it costs. <laughs> no, no, no. She says it in the anime. She says like seventy thousand yes. a month. Is, it is considering how much you get for one quest. You get like what in the game? You get like seven thousand for one quest, and you're risking your life. Yeah, I mean, I guess in that universe, that's normal though. So I guess you know, I guess for them, and it's cool because I, I, what I love about Lucy's house is you can actually go inside it. Because you know, a lot of games don't always allow you to go into some of the locations, which are quite iconic. And it's really cool how the developers have made it like the what do you call it, like encyclopedia area almost. So you can go change costumes, you can go watch theater stuff, and you got Plu or Nicara on the side where you can kind of get bonus items from him. So like, there is a use of Lucy's room. It's not just there for kind of decoration. The only thing I find a bit annoying about Lucy's room is that, especially if you're in a different area and you have to travel there. I know there's quick travel in the game, but I there think is. there should have been a quick travel for the guild and a separate quick travel for Lucy's room. I think there is, isn't it? Unless you've just not unlocked it yet. Maybe I haven't unlocked it. I think there is later on. I don't know, Nathan. I haven't been through that area of the game, so I haven't really experienced that yet. But yeah. you do mention a lot of interesting things because even going through the room, it's very detailed. Like you can actually see the names of the books 
mm. on the spine of the books. And I'm like, whoa, they, they didn't need to put that in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like a piece of soap in the sink and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my God. Like the development team at Gust are doing a crack up job modeling all of this kind of stuff and making sure everything is accurate to the anime. You mentioned that you can change clothes in the game, change costumes. I've seen that. I've seen a couple of costumes. It's quite nice that you can actually unlock certain costumes in the game as well. I just want to know because you've completed the game. Is there more costumes to unlock? Because I've done the ones for the character quests yeah. and, you know, the bonds and stuff. And I did get the swimsuits as well. That's <laughs> through the story. But past that, are there more costumes? So this is a kind of two part answer for you. Uh, there's a few costumes throughout the story you can unlock for all the characters. But there's also uh, the digital deluxe costumes, which will give you a selection of costumes at the beginning of the game, which are the Grand Magic game outfits that they wear in the anime. And then there's also some DLC coming up, which will add even even more to the costume list. So there is some in the game and there'll be plenty more uh, in the future. So it's, it's not... Because obviously we're getting review codes. So yes. it doesn't. we don't get DLC. Just so people know, we don't get DLC with review codes or anything like that. Is there a way for us to then purchase that DLC? I'm not sure. We have to stay tuned for that on launch day. I'm not fully sure okay. the ins and outs. Um, potentially, I'm not sure. We're going to go on a little bit of a break and then we're going to continue our discussion on Fairy Tale. but we'll see you in a moment. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Crunchyroll. Go and check them out at getlifepodcast.com forward slash Crunchyroll for a 14-day free trial of Crunchyroll premium service that means anime without ads 1080p hd you can watch it on all your favorite devices your tvs your phones whatever even if you want to watch it on your chromecast you can as well that's amazing go and check them out 14 day free trial you've got the most diverse collection of anime and manga on the internet so go and check them out it's a no-brainer lads getlifepodcast.com forward slash crunchyroll thank you crunchyroll for sponsoring this episode of the podcast this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by the lovely people at Japan Crate. Japan Crate offers a unique experience of Japan through monthly crates filled with candy. And who doesn't love candy, right? Japan Crate brings you a delicious selection of snacks every month. You can check it out on our YouTube channel for $35 a month. And you can cancel anytime. But I don't know why you would want to. Learn more at getlifepodcast.com forward slash Japan Crate. Remember, use the code GALP for $3 off on new subscriptions. So, getlifepodcast.com forward slash japan crate use the code g-a-l-p for three dollars off and if you want to check out what snacks that you get in the crates go and check out our youtube channels links will be in the description so go and check them out thank you japan crate for sponsoring this episode of the podcast okay we are back that feels like seven years for you guys but it's only been a couple of days for us um it was a great break wasn't it it was a oh we had we had coffee we had a chat no no it was only like two seconds for us i hope you guys enjoyed that crunchyroll ad because who doesn't enjoy an ad for crunchyroll am i right (laughs) that being said nathan yes let's forget about the game for a moment yeah let's forget about the game for a moment i'll try we spoke about favorite characters yeah. And I get that. But I want to know your opinion on Juvia. That's a very specific question. <laughs> it is. It Juvia. is. I really like Juvia. I just, I like the whole relationship between her and Grey. And I love what she think it's been... creepy. I mean, yeah, in its own kind of unique way. I, but I think it's really funny how she kind of has this like unrequited love. And it's changed her from this like kind of, you know, baddie guild to mm. a good person. And, you know, it might verge on very creepy and insane at times. But I think that's the fun of Juvia's character, I think. <laughs> I think that's kind of like her personality, isn't it? It um, is. And the reason why I brought Juvia up is because we mentioned all the different costumes that you can change. And she actually has additional styles in terms of her hair. So you can actually change her hairstyle in the game as well, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so in the anime, I think it's at the Grand Magic Games up, which is where you unlock the costume. Uh, in the anime, they changed her hairstyle to... Uh, do a more natural one, I guess, instead of the, the, the curls. I'm not quite sure how she does that every morning. It must be, ugh, must be hard. 
No, you know what she she might do actually before she goes to bed she puts in you know those those hair rollers that your your nan oh, yeah. would have that's what she my does nan? yeah your your nan specifically Nathan. specifically mine because <laughs> i know my nan does that does she it must be a yeah. nan thing i feel like it's it might thing. be Maybe she or, or either that or my nan's a fan of fairy tale i don't know I hope so. <laughs> what? That would be so weird if my if my nan was a fan of fairy tale. But Vuvia, though, I'd, I'd be a fan of Vuvia. She's she's cool though. I get that you mean you know that you think she's maybe on the verge of insane at times with the, yeah. Love she the she gives me like a Yandere vibe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That she kind of gives me that vibe because she's just so obsessed with Gray. But then the more I play the game, it doesn't seem that she wants to harm him. Like she she just wants to love him, and I, I appreciate she's that. Never in a harmful way. I think throughout the series as well, like. The you know, she's always she's always trying to kind of yearn for his love. And I feel like as you see him gradually put his guard down a bit more, it's quite nice to see that he's not just like blocking her out entirely. <laughs> True. Even in the game, you see this a little bit more. And I think that's obviously well appreciated. Like, for example, when you level up her character bonds and even uh, her character in general, when you level her up, she hugs a, a, a cutout of Grey. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so sweet. Like, I like that. I physically laughed out loud when I saw that for the first time. Like, it really caught me off guard. I'd never seen it in development. And when I saw that, it... Oh, it hit me right in the field. Is, is that tough. a joke directly from the anime? Like, do you see that cut out in the anime? Or is this something that the development team was like, we're going to put this in there? Because I don't think I I've don't seen recall, that. No, I don't think I've seen it in the anime. It's been a while since I've watched the kind of the earlier episodes. I don't remember seeing that in the anime. Because obviously, you know, in the, the character rank up screens, they're trying to capture all the personalities of the different characters. Yeah. So I think that might have been like a fresh edition, potentially. Um, I don't remember being in the series. Sounds decent, though. I, I, I found it hilarious. I started laughing. And it, that, that one moment made me change my opinion on Juvia's character to begin I'm with because the other day you weren't too keen on juvia were you i you wasn't no time. i had like a little grudge on juvia just because i felt she was a bit creepy <laughs> but when i saw that i was like you know what she's just a sweetheart and i appreciate juvia and she is a fantastic character but one thing i don't like about her like i said it's just her moves her move set sometimes can be a bit off for me personally just because okay, yeah when you already have someone who's an ice character on your team like i don't feel that i need a water character as well does that I make sense? Because yeah. it's pretty similar. I know the game doesn't treat it like that because there are certain monsters that have a weakness to ice but won't have a weakness to water and vice versa. Yeah, so of course. you would need Juvia for those situations. But I don't know. I just feel like I can't have the two of them. I'm trying to separate them. But then if you have the two together, um, maybe a little bit later in the game for you. Um, but one of the cool features of the battle system is unison raids where two characters come together and do like a like an ultimate attack. They're done in the anime too. In the anime and manga, unison raids are quite a key part of like the fighting in the fairytale universe. And uh, Grey and Juvia do like a a, a lovey one together where they come together and okay nathan now i have to have them on my team okay is, i'm gonna do that why you have to you have to try experiment but then the game doesn't force you into any characters what i like it kind of it forces you to kind of experiment at times in the request but it never like forces you to stick with any characters you don't want to stick with that's true and i i appreciate that but then you also mentioned that there is those requests that make you have the characters it's not always a full team it might just be like you have to have wendy in your team but then you yeah. could add other team members and stuff like that i like that as well because as as you mentioned i like being put into that position where you get to experience these new characters especially someone who hasn't seen much of the anime yeah i want to experience these new characters you know but other than that who is on your battle team who's your main team nathan post game so i've done the s rank uh s rank quest now oh that was a tough challenge i'll tell you that much um who did i have i had natsu jalal which you'll meet later on i don't know if you've met him yet no you've met i have him, met him. Yeah. i have him. natsu jalal urza of course wendy Mm -hmm. And I think I had either Sheria or Kagura. No, I had Kagura. I had Kagura. It's a mixed team. I still I still wish I had Lucy on that team. I have redone the S-Class challenge with Lucy now to get her as an S-Rank. But Oh, so you yeah. have to S-Rank each character? Every character that goes through the quest will get the S-Rank. 
So the full five team can go. You can come back with one S rank and then the rest non S rank if you want a bit of help. So this is like all post post game stuff. So, so that adds quite that. a lot of uh, incentive to to do those ranks, right? Because it's not yeah. like you go through and then all of them are S rank. You have to do it for each specific character. No, you can progress the game yourself manually up to rank A. Uh, but if you want to take on the S rank quest, you can't take them until you progress. Okay, did not know this, Nathan. You're you're teaching me a lot. You'll learn it all. You'll learn it all. It's, yeah, it's, it's good fun. And I, I, I wasn't quite sure if there would be like an S rank challenge, but I was really glad there was. It's, it's fun. And it's nice to have something kind of post game you can kind of work towards. There's other elements in the game that we haven't spoken about at the moment. Like I said, there's the shop that I've spoken about. There's like the kitchen and the storage space. But I want to know about the bar because it's being teased to me at the moment, but I don't know what the bar does. So the bar works uh, in a similar way, I guess, um, to other games where you kind of can get kind of like potions and kind of buffs in advance of battle. So you'll go to the bar before you take on a request and you can get yourself like a boosted speed and your whole team will have boosted speed for the remaining time you're out in the field. Oh, so it's not just specifically for that one, you know, battle. It's for the whole time that you're out. Yeah, I think some of them do have kind of like wear-off times that will let you know how long that is. So you can kind of okay. prepare. For example, if you're trying to do the S rank, S rank challenge and you really want some help with your attack power, you can get the whole team buffed with attack power and then there's no need to kind of take Wendy and keep buffing the team. So it's, it's useful. It's really good. And you'll unlock more and more as you upgrade because obviously there's different tier upgrades. So the bar maybe won't be so useful at the beginning, but as you progress upwards, there'll be so many different options. Another thing that I want to know, because I think we've covered all the questions at the moment, because, yeah. you know, we're not going to be doing that. But speaking of Gust, how does the gameplay work? Because I don't know if it's like turn-based, because it's, it's kind of turn-based. Like the order doesn't make much sense to me. Like it seems like it is... But then enemies can come in and just go in the middle of your turn and stuff like that. How is the gameplay mechanics working in terms of battle? Because I don't necessarily ah, so, understand it. Yeah, it, it is turn-based, but you have the options to counter. I don't know if you've experienced it yourself. You should have experienced it maybe once or twice by now. Yeah, I've, I've had the counters and everything like that. But... Yeah, so enemies can do that too. It just doesn't maybe uh, obviously have that notification that they're going to counter. So sometimes when they jump in, it's, it's them countering your attack. So it is fully turn-based. And obviously you can have up to five party members. That does change throughout the game. So you'll start with three and gradually increase your way up to the four or five party. Yeah. And it lets you kind of experiment a bit more. But yeah, the, the team, uh, the battle grid as such lets you, you know, move the enemies around. As you said earlier, certain attacks can push enemies back or pull them forward. And you've really got to kind of utilize that turn-based system to get them all as close together or in the right grid format so your more powerful characters can kind of wipe them out quickly. I haven't played many <clears throat> JRPGs like this. A lot of them tend to be dungeon crawlers and things like that. Anything yeah. I would say closest to this, I don't know, maybe Blue Reflection or like the Atelier series, like it still feels very distinct. It doesn't feel like it's a clone of another Gust game because sometimes RPGs can be that, especially with anime games. They just reuse a lot of assets from other games that a development studio has made but this seems like it's been made from the ground up because i've never seen an rpg like this before it feels very fairy tale. i guess obviously that's what everyone really wanted it to be and it's, it's great it's really captured that it feels like its own unique fairy tale experience instead of something else it's borrowed from exactly that uh, so we're gonna go on another break and then we're gonna wrap up this episode so enjoy this break maybe have a cup of coffee maybe have a cup of tea depends on what you like and we'll see you in a moment not there's not going to be any tea or, or coffee for Nathan, unfortunately. Ah, uh, can I have some water? Yeah, um, no, you can't. Okay. 
Okay. Sorry about that, Nathan. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Loot Anime. Loot Anime brings you the best collectibles and gear and merch and even more from your favorite anime and manga series from past and presents with a $60 value of each crate for $35 a month. And you can cancel at any time. It is a no-brainer. Learn more at getalifepodcast.com forward slash Loot Anime and use the code GALP15 for 15% off on your next crate. Go and check them out. Support the show. In addition to that, if you want to see what's in the upcoming crates, you can go and check it out on our youtube channel remember that is getlifepodcast.com forward slash loot anime use the code galp15 for 15 percent off thank you loot anime for sponsoring this episode of the podcast this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the wonderful people at jlist jlist brings you the latest anime and otaku goods from japan directly whether that's anime manga cosplay import game visual novels jlist has got you covered learn more at getlifepodcast.com forward slash jlist and remember to use our link and the code galp for five percent off on all purchases on jlist that's including pre-orders remember getlifepodcast.com forward slash jlist thank you very much jlist for sponsoring this episode of the podcast so we are back just before uh, we end this episode i just want to say hi scott hey scott how you doing see the reason why i didn't want to do that at the beginning of the episode is because i wanted scott to listen to this oh okay now i see why you held it off now exactly scott if you're listening there's a high scott for you if you cut to this point we'll have to do some kind of punishment because i felt that's cheating so if you cut in throughout the whole of that episode but how do we know how do we know if he's gonna cut in or not he'll feel guilty you know it's fine he's not gonna feel guilty (laughs) scott you know i know scott he's just gonna laugh about it but he'll laugh about (laughs) it he'll find it funny he's just amazing in that sense so Am I going to have to watch the, the episode that he's in to get a high Nathan? Is that no, we've we done the high Nathan at the beginning. Oh, well, I don't get to watch the whole thing. I'll watch the whole no, thing. No, you can watch the whole thing. There's a high Nathan at the end. It really cheered me up last time. I watched. I was thinking I was sick when you did the last Scott one. And I saw the high Nathan. It really cheered me up. I wasn't feeling yeah, it, we, so. we do that a lot. Yeah. I think it's just every time we go to Marvelous now, every time we record with Marvelous, it's, there's always a high Nathan. And every time we record with you, it's always a high Scott. But this time, John also said hello. We should also say hi, John, as well. John who? Hi, John. What do you mean, John who? John Bond. How do you not know John? John from Marvelous. How do you not know him? (laughs) Sorry. You just said the first name. I wasn't sure who we were referencing. If it was still Marvelous or if it was someone else. Oh, no, no. It's all right. No, it's fine. I know you guys don't like John. It's fine. Hey, John. Well, hold on. I never. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You just clearly whoa. said you don't know what John you're talking. There's te- technically there's two Johns in their office, so we could have been talking about either John. You might have talked uh, about my colleague John from America. There's a John in America. Well, th- I hope there's loads. It's a big country. No, there's only one John in America. <laughs> oh darn it! <laughs> the only guy that I know that works for Koei in America is Eric. Uh, Eric. Yes. Yes. Oh, he's lovely. Hi, Eric. If you're there as well. <laughs> John is my equivalent essentially. He handles the PR in America. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know I that God. there was an equivalent. Well, you know, it's because you love me more. Do you think that you guys can join together and do the Gemini attack? Me and John? Yeah. Should we try? When we're allowed to leave our houses after this uh, this pandemic, we'll, we'll try to do a Gemini. You could do it on, a, on like a Teams, a Microsoft Teams call. We have to like hold our hands onto the webcam so we're connected. Yeah, <laughs> you could do that. Imagine if your powers combined what you could do. I mean, yeah, we do combine our powers for our press releases. So I guess maybe actually holding hands while doing it might give us more power. Who knows? <laughs> this is we the first time that I've heard about John, by the way. Have you? I feel like I've opened opened you up to a whole new world. We have an American. We have an American team. Like I said, the only person in the American team that I know of is Eric. I think Eric. Obviously, Eric handles the community social side. You'll probably you probably speak to him more. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. But you know what, Eric, if you're listening, hi Eric and hi John. Oh, hi Eric. Hi John. Hi everyone from Koei. <laughs> hi, hi everyone from Koei. That being said, Nathan. 
Yes. I want to know personally for you, mm. what is your favorite story arc in Fairy Tale? That's really tough. You've thrown that one on. You've thrown that right on me. You did not prepare me for this one. I love it. I love that you've done that. Um, I think, I think it's going to be one you haven't played yet. Probably, it's part of the. It's technically the Eclipse arc, but I think it comes under the Grand Magic Games arc. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's where dragons kind of come to play a lot more. And is that in the game? It is in the game. And I was so excited when I got to play again, because when I saw it in the anime, I, I, I loved the whole plot of that. I don't want to say too much, but dragons come in and you've got dragon slayers on your team. It's really cool. I love it. Okay. I'm, really I'm cool. looking forward to that. That being said, I think it's a perfect place to end. That was it was so stupid because it was just like we done a small ad break and then we end the episode. I was gonna say you just already have time to do an ad break. <laughs> it's no, like but a it's time part. for you to leave, Nathan. Uh we were only given like an hour and we that's... can't go over that. So I have to respect that. That's how things work. It is, unfortunately. But there's always more opportunities in the future, Nathan. There's other games, Koei games coming out. Other? I don't know yet. I don't think I can say them. We have what we have one, uh, which is Atelier Riser 2, Lost Legends and the Secret Fairy, which we've uh, just revealed. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that was the game that I was talking about. That's the only game that I know. But... It's fine. You know, it's fine. I can talk about it because I know when this is going out. So, it's, oh, okay. it's all good. It's all good. No, I thought we <laughs> couldn't talk about it because of other stuff. But, you know, it's fine. So, yeah. Atel but speaking of Atelier, Atelier, I pronounce it Atelier. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it, but either way. So, she has a costume for Lucy, right? Yes, if you get the digital deluxe, I had to think of them. That's a digital deluxe. You'll get the uh, the Lucy costume yeah. uh, for sorry, other way around. You get the Riser costume for Lucy, and but there's also for any anyone listening uh, for the first two weeks since launch. So that will be as of the 30th of July launch day. For two weeks, these into August, you can get a Miss Fairytale costume for Urza. It's the one from the the OVA episode. and that will be a free download. So even you, Bish, you can get it with your uh, review copy. It's just oh a God. download on the store. And yeah, you get an, an extra costume for free for us if you get the game within the first two weeks. Great. That's great. I'm looking forward to that that, that free costume. <laughs> Anything that's free, free I'm into that. I could, into I could hear the excitement. The second I said free, I could, I could hear the giggles in the background. Like, yes! <laughs> yes, free stuff. Oh. That being said, I think it's a perfect place to end this episode. I also want to mention to you guys, because we, we talk about our sponsors, Crunchyroll, Loot Anime, J-List, Japan Crate, etc. If you are going to be watching this anime on Crunchyroll, I just have to mention, don't do it. I know it sounds really bad. I know we want to get more people watching the show on Crunchyroll. The only issue is when you're watching it on Crunchyroll, you're not going to get the full story. So if you want to get the full story of Fairy Tale, either buy the stuff, buy the DVDs and the Blu-rays from Manga UK, because I know they're going to be releasing a full collection soon, not sponsored. Or you can go and check it out on Funimation. So if you go and sign up for a Funimation account, go and check it out there. Funimation, if you're listening, Manga UK, if you're listening, reach out to me. Because, you know, we're giving you like free ad space here. So just reach <laughs> out. All right. I don't know anyone there. I guess I should briefly say it. Um, if you buy a physical copy of Fairy Tale uh, in the first run, you, you might be lucky in the UK at least. And you'll get a free uh, Funimation code to enjoy um, some Fairy Tale. Okay. So... I did not know that. That was a good thing that we mentioned them, Nathan. Yeah, I I, I didn't want to like you know overtrude on intrude on your sponsors. So, but then no, you mentioned Funimation. I felt like it was a good chance to mention. It was a good chance because <laughs> you guys have done that before. I've noticed that um, with yeah, Attack on Titan, yeah. you did that with Crunchyroll, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when there's good opportunities to partner up with these, you know, these companies that obviously work with the license, it's great to see what we can do together. And um, for this one, it just made sense. And I think we're also in in their Blu-ray as well. Uh, not you know, you'll get like a nice little cool leaflet for Fairy Tale. And then on the other way, in our game, you'll get a free trial um, for Funimation, which means you can go and catch up with the beginning, or not maybe catch up, but 
start the beginning of Fairytale <laughs> and kind of get into where the game goes. If you take full advantage of that free trial, you could watch the whole Fairytale maybe twice. I mean, I watched wanted. the whole of Fairytale up to the Grand Magic Games arc, which is where it was at the point where I started watching it, I think. Mm. like Because I've read the manga, the anime. I, I watched it within like two and a bit weeks. Oh, okay. And I was okay. like religiously watching it. Like I wasn't taking breaks. Like maybe a shower and shower and going to the shops, but like. <laughs> no, you were watching it as you were in Tesco. I was at uni, you know. There wasn't there wasn't really many uh, many too too many things in my way, so I could easily uh, schedule a week or two to watch Fairy Tale. Oh, okay. So you, you basically had some exams to do, and you're like, you know what? <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna hey, watch Fairy Tale. Still past university. <laughs> it you still all went did, well. <laughs> and you were working on the Fairy Tale game, so. I know. I remember thinking back then it'd be really cool if I could work on the fairy tale game. And now I'm credited in a fairy tale product, so that's. That being said, thank you, Nathan, for coming on today. Thank you for having me, Bez. Yeah, stick around in the future. We might have Nathan on in the future to talk about the second uh, Riser game, as well as if there is any other Koei stuff to talk about. We're also going to be doing an episode with Chris Gildart, who is a very prominent Koei Tecmo YouTuber in that sense. So he focuses on a lot of Koei Tecmo games. He's also the creator of Muso May. Go and check that out. That episode might be coming out a week after this one. We've done a couple of uh, suggestions we made a little prayer session if that makes sense we prayed to the gods of koei for certain games and we actually also predicted riser the second riser game don't ask how but we recorded that on the 4th of july that was before that was before the reveal wasn't it okay because you know what made me think that there would be a second riser game it's just basically as soon as fairy tale they announced the digital deluxe and they was like oh there's a riser costume i was like yeah there's gonna be a riser game there's gonna be a second <laughs> riser game it was a bit obvious but either way check the episode out because we make some great suggestions and once again if you guys want games for koei to make just listen to the podcast and just be like guys koei listen to these guys they know what they're talking about and i don't think we do but either way Nathan, thank you for coming on. I think that's the third time I said thank you. But <laughs> thank you for having me. It's been it's been a pleasure as always. It's I been a pleasure. I'm gonna leave Nathan to to go. And anyway, see you guys. <laughs> Bye guys.